You're listening to Date Smarter, Sexier with your host, matchmaker and dating coach, Andrea LaRosa, accompanied by co-host Kanan, where we're talking about everything love, sex, and relationships. Now let's get chatting. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Hey, 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 listeners. So happy to be here with you yet again for another wonderful episode about sex. And cock. (laughs) At least today. (laughs) (laughs) So today with us, we have a very special guest. And this episode is going to be a little different from our usual, where you're not going to be listening to Kanan and I go on and on and on about our sexual escapades, not with each other. Obviously. I mean, we could, but, you know, I I don't know. I don't think I'm your type, Kanan. Yeah. I got boobs. (laughs) Sorry. That being said, a friend of mine has invited me to his birthday in Vegas. And I was like, you know what? As a gay man, I have never been to a strip club before. And I want to go to one where the women are complete. Because I've been to tons of men. I've even been to, like, in Washington, D.C., there was this place called Secrets, I think it was what it was called. And men used to, they had to have on at least one piece of clothing and that was their socks. So you walk in this place <laughs> and these dudes are like dancing with these like nine inch fucking beer cans, just like almost banging you in the face or whatever. Oh, but no. I said, I would love to go to a female strip club. I've, I've seen movies growing up like, um, I forget what the fuck it's called, but it was a movie that was based in Atlanta. It was about strippers in Atlanta. And I'm like, what is that like? What is it like? Because I've been an extra and shit, and it's kind of not the same thing as going to real things. So I want to go to a strip club where the women are completely naked and they are embracing that, not where it's like, you know, they're forced into it, but somewhere where, you know, it kind of maybe almost looks like they're into it. I don't know. I think that's important. I've been to gay clubs before. You should go to a strip club. Yeah, I, I I asked him. He said, "Yeah, let's do that." I said, "Okay, fuck." I'm actually kind of excited. I'm a little scared too, because I'm like, "What if I get a boner?" Because I did I did something with a female once, and I got a slight chug. Oh, I was like, "Wait, <laughs> I was trying to question everything." <laughs> no, <not really. laughs> I think that's just part of nature. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Anyways. For sure. <laughs> So our guest today is Dr. Nathan, and he's actually going to enlighten us a little bit on the penis. So today's episode is all about the penis. And I know we have some straight male listeners that are probably rolling their eyes right now because they're really tired of us talking about dick. But this is really educationally interesting. I'd say so. Wait, are straight guys tired of talking about dick? Because I know I almost feel like they talk about their dicks amongst each other. Is that true or not? Oh, no, 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 no. That's different. This is true. You guys can talk about your own dick as much as you want and think it's God's gift. But when we are talking about other people's penises, Mm -hmm. they roll their eyes and go, I don't want to listen to this. I don't know. Men love hearing about how their dick works, I feel like. So on that note... Let's start talking about dicks. Yes. I, Not I wanna, the Richards of the world. <laughs> no, no. 
I mean, because I'm fascinated with my dick, to be quite honest with you. Um, I think I masturbated twice today. No, I got a blowjob and then I masturbated. But um, wow. and that's only because I, I, I like to, you know what? That's, it, that's a happy Wednesday. That's a hump day Wednesday for sure. Thank Good you job. so much. Yes. Very nice. So much. But you know what? What was happening is I've been working out and I was looking at myself in the mirror and I was like, you know, what? I really appreciate how far I've come you deserve to be masturbated too. So I was like, you know, I got in the mood and I felt good about how, how good I look. So, you know, I enjoyed myself for the afternoon. That being said, I do think that did, did you, most- did, did, you, did you masturbate to yourself? A little, bit. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. I mean, I'm like the best I've ever looked in my whole life. Like I, when I was in my twenties, I was a chubby guy, like super chubby, like 260 pounds, you know? And I, I didn't embrace it then. I probably should have, but now um, I feel more confident in my skin. So when I look at myself in the mirror, it makes me feel sexy. And I think that when we look at ourselves and we appreciate how we look and we start to feel sexy, we feel like our reflection is sexy. I feel like that kind of flows over into our sex lives, you know, because now when I go to my husband, I'm like more... I pushed myself forward a little bit more sexual instead of being a little bit more timid about myself. Whereas before, if I was uncomfortable about parts of my body, I'd be like, no, 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 let's turn off the lights. Or, you know, let, right. let me only like touch you this way or only touch me like that. Or don't touch my stomach. Fuck, that's disgusting. Right, right. We've talked about that on episodes, how yeah, 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 people yeah. are uncomfortable in their own skin. Yeah. Yeah. That is so, so true. And as a black man, to be quite honest with you, the penis... If you're not like a, a nine inch, you know, guy, you kind of feel like, where, where am I in this spectrum of things? Because even when I was single, guys were always, you know, penis was very a big, a big factor in your relations and hookups. Is it big? Is it big? Usually the first question people ask you if you're a black man is how big is that dick? And I'm an average size dude. So to look at myself and appreciate what I'm seeing, I kind of got aroused. So, I mean, I, I, I don't feel ashamed about that. But it did happen. How? Wait, how are you an average size guy? He just told us he has a nine inch penis. He's not average. No, I don't have a nine inch penis. <laughs> ten inch penis? I don't have a ten inch penis. Um, I don't have an eight inch penis. I am a. I am the American average. You look at what whatever that is. That is my size. I think the last uh, time I looked at it, it was like five point two or five point three inches. Something. Like okay, that. a yeah. little bit, a little bit bigger than that, but okay. um. Yeah, so, but when you look at porn, when you look at magazines, when yeah, you but look that's at, not real. It's not, not real. It's real. It is real. It's it's not, I mean, it's not the realistic thing from every hookup, right? Okay, you're not going to get perfect double Ds from every hookup. Like, you're not going to get a nine-inch penis from every hookup. No, but guys get that from me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, they true. get that from you, but they don't get that from every girl that they meet. And what we're trying to, what I'm trying to say, at least, is for for a gay man, majority of our sexuality is learned from porn, and a lot of porn kind of idolizes idolizes and put on a pedestal the very large penis, whether it's white, black, Indian, Latin, whatever. It's you have to have a large penis, especially for black men. Rarely do you see average to small penis black men in porn, and I think that's for a reason. It's to you know help us advance the idea that most black men have huge penises i've done some of the leg work and that's kind of sort of true but not totally you know 
in my right. experiences, a lot of white guys have big penises, but I don't know why they're getting like a weird rap about that. Um, in my experiences, Latin guys, you know, it's an assortment there as well. So I think it's weird that when it comes to penis size, at least for me, there's like a little love hate because, you know, I, I, when I was single, I take off my clothes and people are like, oh, nine inches, I can't wait. And it's like, no, <laughs> everything is not a baby's arm. You know, this is like a regular, <laughs> I mean. But, but it's not always about the size. And that's what we're kind of going to learn a little bit right now, that size, right, does size not, not matter. Yeah. No, it's, it's, the penis is very, very interesting. And the research I did is, Honestly, it blew my mind. And if you look at like the animal kingdom, every animal has a different shaped penis. Because mm -hmm. when we think of penis, we think of the mammalian family of human homo sapien penis, right? We think of this shaft and then we think of this head and then we think of circumcised and not circumcised and that's the standard. But have you ever Googled a duck penis? It looks like a oh my God. screw. Those are I mean, horrifying. Isn't it the most ridiculous thing? But you oh, know what that looks like? Have you ever I looked don't... at a tiger's penis with that spikes I have on it. it? Cat's penis. So how a cat's penis works is when the male is mating with the female, it's so it's basically like grips her from the inside so <gasps> she can't leave, so he can ejaculate into her and distribute so if you ever notice cats will continue to mate until he is completed or they say spray with cold water so forth so on is that why they scream <laughs> you know i don't know i mean it could be the their orgasm i have no idea cat orgasm but as far as i know like the evolution of penis is so interesting and like just kind of jumping into like the homo sapien penis, if you think about it. Because so, that's the one we're here for. That's the one, yeah, because no one here is going to be like, dude, did you Google that kitty penis? Goodness. The size of that head and those spikes, Lord, I ejaculated three times on that cat. Woo! Oh. <laughs> that's definitely not the case. But no, when you look at... No, no, but the, if you look at the animal kingdom, and even if you look at a horse's penis, a donkey penis, if you look at a whale's penis, if you you look at a elephant's penis there is so much variation in penises but if you also look at evolution there's a reason and a rhyme and reason to all of this so like the research i did and the thesis i went through was the evolution basically of penis as well as sperm and vaginas so it was a very generalized broad one but it was extremely interesting and the, one of the first things i found out I mean, not related to penis, but just humans in general. And we'll talk about this more later in this episode is the idea of monogamy, right? But we'll touch base back on this. Let's finish a penis talk. We'll come back to this one, but remind me about monogamy. So if you look at the human penis, so everyone who's listening here either has a penis or has seen a penis in real life. So they know the general idea of what it looks like. There's a shaft, there's a head. So let's focus on the head part of the penis, right? So it's more of an arrow shaped, would you say? It's more pointy-ish, right? And then there's the head of the penis, which kind of looks almost like a ramp, right? And then you almost have like a backstop. So if you think about it, you kind of look like, you know those skating ramps people used to get off on? Yeah. The majority of head of a penis kind of looks like that. 
Your yeah. penis is a skating ramp? <laughs> I mean, you no, it's definitely not. <laughs> no, but, it's, but the curve, I can see. The curve of the head, right? Yeah. There's almost a 90 degree angle and there is this head that goes from that penis, correct? Mm, yeah. So if you look at it, so now let's look at not just the penis of a human, let's look at the penis of apes and monkeys and everything. So if you go in theory of evolution, we have these descendants who are the chimpanzees and the gorillas and the orangutans and all of these. And if you look at their penis, they're pretty similar in shape. Testicles vary in size, and there's a different reason, and we'll get to that. But the reason the penises are very similar is because this penis is not only the delivery of semen and cum, well, which is the same thing, but it's also the removal of other people's ejaculations or other things of ejaculations. So sounds weird. Sounds super weird, but go ahead. Go ahead. Because the eyes were everything. Ask the question. Right. If only our listeners could see Kanan's face oh right my now. God. It's uh, nice. Oh my God. It's the best. It's the best. No, no. Okay. So I want to let you go, but I okay. have heard something like that. Like someone was joking one day. Yeah, yeah, it's like a fighting battle because, you know, different men used to fuck the woman. So mm-hmm. when you're mm-hmm. next, you go in there, your dick pulls the rest out and shoots yours in there. I'm exactly. like, oh my God, what? That's a million percent true. Okay. So if you Confirmed. think of the idea of marriage and monogamy, this is, no, this is not a forever since man time or history time. This is, this is a recent thing. Okay. The idea of being married with someone is very... Recent, the idea of marriage is a very man-made topic. Before it was who was the strongest warrior, who was the king, who was this, who was that. They would have sex with their females and spread their seeds. Who was this warrior? Everyone wanted their seeds, right? Makes sense, like a bull. Exactly, right? The alpha male is the one who mates with the females, right? And every female wants that alpha male because why? They want alpha children. They want powerful children. They want instinctually males and females will pick a mate based on what they think is a successful sperm or a successful egg as far as not only genetics but other traits they look for right Hmm. so good for that right do you agree i mean when you mate with a man do you this this is a little controversial is that why some couples have a problem um having children because maybe Deep down inside, the woman doesn't think he's like the best sperm giver. Ooh, this, you know, this is going to take me down a rabbit hole. This is going to take me down a rabbit hole. But let me tell you this. Let me tell you, this is a fun fact that I learned during my research. So ducks, for example, if you've Mm. never seen ducks have sex, it's the most violent, crazy (laughs) thing I've ever seen. Right, so I don't watch a lot of duck porn. No. I mean, duck porn. You guys need to Google duck porn. It's, it's the most <laughs> ridiculous thing. I'm sure Cannon's going to jerk off at least twice a duck porn. <laughs> no, I'm not. You guys, listen. I do not participate in bestiality. Of I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, but I get what you mean because you know the mating of these animals. It's so wild. Mm-hmm. It does make you think about your own sex. I mean, you how can you not? If you're yes. watching these shows and you see how these animals are procreating, you're, you start to think, look at your mate, and you're like, hmm, I remember when you did that to me. So it is very natural to think about humans having sex, even when you are watching, you know, animals mate. So I totally get it. Definitely. And like yeah. the thing that's super interesting about duck porn that blew my mind is if you look how a duck's mate, The male is usually the aggressor, but not Mm. only is he the aggressor, but he will bill on the female's back of her neck, holding her 
with his bill. So she's not running away as he's mating, correct? But if you ever pay attention to ducks mating, you know what? All I want you, I want every listener here <laughs> to spend Sunday at a park watching ducks fuck. Like that's what I want everyone to do. But what's going to happen is you're going to see other males competing for this female. But that's not the interesting part. The interesting part is the female's vagina, she has a flap in it that she can compartmentalize what sperm she wants to select to fertilize her eggs. So think about how in our throat, we have this epiglottis, right? So we can either breathe oxygen or eat food, right? So when we're breathing oxygen, it flaps over. It goes down the trachea. Oh, is that why we choke sometimes? Exactly. It goes down the right pipe. And when we want to eat, we flap this over and it goes down the esophagus. So this little thing goes so forth, so on, right? So in her situation, her being the female duck having sex, let's say for the first mate, he's quote unquote raping her, right? In a sense that she doesn't want it. He got on top. He latched and he's having sex. Mm. She's going to flap that vagina and his semen is going to go into a compartment that is just a compartment the semen will never fertilize her eggs she will close her vagina flap for the next mate and he will ejaculate into her and she will fertilize his eggs this is mind-blowing think about that like you see Richard and you're like, fuck, Richard's got money. All right, hit it. Boom, boom, boom. And then you see exactly. Phil, like, oh, Phil looks good. I want his kids. And then boom, boom, boom. Is it bad that I'm kind of jealous of the duck? You need I to was calm just down. That. You need to I'm, calm down. I'm like, how many women are listening to this right now thinking, damn, I wish I used a dip to have that different <laughs> yeah. for that certain guy honestly so that that was one of the most interesting things i learned about the duck about the human besides the corkscrew penis i'm like i mean look dude you gotta hit the g spot somehow right you just gotta keep going all the way through and through but the penis is if you google a duck's penis it's actually huge compared to their body size Mm. huge Mm. yeah they have a big penis for sure Hmm. So yeah, the duck. Do you know why it's corkscrewed? Is it because of that? I did not look into it that far, to be honest with you. So I don't know why it's the shape it is, but I'm sure in the sense of evolution and time and natural selection, Mm -hmm. there was a reason why this penis design got selected. Whoa! Sorry, I googled it. Yeah, look how big. That was literally the cover of my thesis, was this picture. Yeah, it's crazy. So maybe if you guys can put picture pictures for viewers, I don't know if you guys can, but... Well, they can Google it. That's the one, yeah. Yes. And and then Google a duck's vagina. I mean, Google the whole thing. But if you see how a duck is holding the female, it literally grasps her head so she's not evading him. And he can ah, that's why he does that it's a very aggressive point and don't get me wrong oh ladies gosh. i know you like your hair pulled and i learned all that stuff you don't want this yeah no. you don't want this i mean that's what i was saying you can look at it sometimes it reminds you of how animalistic we can, which we are people forget yeah. that we're fucking mm-hmm. animals like oh we're, right? we're we're like so we're perfect we're at the top of the food no we're yeah. animals like yes. if you take all <laughs> our comforts away we are like we're animals let's be real we are that being 100%. said yeah is it true that, uh, I think I read this somewhere, uh, m- human men have the largest penises of, what is it, men, uh, of men are- Mammals? Yeah, something like that. I don't believe that's true, to be honest with you. Um, I do recall testicular size, though. 
and humans are not the biggest testicular size and testicular sizes um, actually vary, which is really interesting because if I ask you what a silverback gorilla's testicle size is, so if you think of a silverback, gorilla, oh, I know, that. Oh, it's yeah, a yeah, huge yeah. gorilla with nothing but muscles oh. beating on his chest, blah blah mm. blah. I'm the king of the jungle. Oh, so, so alpha men. But yeah, yeah. But do you expect <laughs> a silverback gorilla to have really big balls? No. No. Why? Because his his duty, ba ba ba, da da da, I'm the king of jungle. Don't because you want a big old like- sack? A normal guy who's driving a big fucking truck. <laughs> <laughs> Look, big truck guys definitely do have small dick syndrome for sure. Let's be real about that. Is there that are, why they have the big truck? <laughs> honestly, you got to compensate somehow. But yeah. what the interesting interesting thing is, is silverback gorillas have actually one of the smallest balls, and the reason is because they don't have competition. Why? Because they are the alpha. They mate with their females. And whoever comes and mates with their females, they will kill that male. Whoa. Right? So what Mm. testicular size relates to now is sperm, right? So during every ejaculation, there is a certain number of sperm every species ejaculates. If I'm not mistaken, humans are in the millions during each ejaculation. I don't have the exact number. I want to say it's like the 300 million region. I don't recall exactly, but it's something in that number. But... As the ball size increases, you're going to ejaculate more sperm. And why are you doing that? Because you want your sperm to compete for that egg. And you want the more sperm you have, the higher statistical chances you have of that egg being fertilized, right? So if you think of someone like a silverback who has no competition because he mates with the females, and I'm saying alpha silverback, not just any silverback. Yeah. They don't need to compete. They can ejaculate 15 sperms if they too because why there's no other penis going in that vagina it's their dick their cock is the one that's fertilizing that egg right now let's go all the way down to a chimpanzee where they live in communities and they live in large communities where there is still an alpha male but males do sneak in some sex with the females Mm -hmm. and how do they do it studies have shown they will change exchange fruits and food for the females to have sex with them so yes Dude, prostitution is real. It's so, not prostitution. That's no. just giving a gift. Is that just a gift? <laughs> Wait, well, yeah, a it's... watermelon and you're just like, fuck it, take this pussy. Have you done well, that I mean, before? yeah, it's like a nice gesture. It's like, hey, I think you're cute. Here's an apple. Can I fuck you? <laughs> Hold on. Let's think about okay. this real terms okay. of dating. Okay. The guy takes her to a really fancy dinner. Okay. There you He's go. more likely to get laid. He takes her to In-N-Out Burger. Or he does like something super wait, cheap wait, and that costs no wait, money wait, wait, and wait, wait. he's not getting laid. I'm, I'm taking this back. Let's say you have someone who takes you to the mouth, but he is funny, witty, sexy, handsome. Your panties want to fly off. And some guy takes you to the five star fanciest restaurant, but he's just a boring ass dude. Who are you going to fuck? <sighs> Let's be real. In all right, all right. Yeah. But I understand what you're saying. It's courtship. Yes. Right? Yeah. But it's the idea of the female accepting a trade, right? So in the sense for a chimpanzee, he will have more sperm per ejaculation than a silverback gorilla will. He Mm. will have larger testicles than a silverback gorilla. Why? Because it is expected that other chimpanzees have ejaculated in this female, and he wants his sperm to fertilize her egg by having more numbers. 
Does that wow. make sense? Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I know. My mind is a little blown. So, I mean, I don't want to jump ahead, but I just want to ask it now. Is that why human penises vary so much? Because maybe our DNA affects the fact that we're competing for eggs, whether we're gay or not. Um, I mean, that's very, very true. Because if you look at the evolution of humans, right? Chimpanzees, gorillas, orangutans, the great apes, we all have a common descendant. I'm not saying my uncle is chimpanzee or my second uncle is a gorilla. It's not like that. It's we have a common ancestor, meaning we have genetical genetic, excuse me, genetic similarities. Mm -hmm. So I believe chimpanzee is the one that we have the most similarity to. If I don't, I don't recall the exact number, but it's something in the nineties region. I want to say 92, 93% similarity genetic code. Mm -hmm. But one of the interesting parts of this, excuse me, one of the interesting part of this research was I looked into monogamy. So what I wanted to know was, are humans designed to be monogamous? Or do we choose to be monogamous? And this will come down to penis and ejaculation and sperm and all that stuff and why this matters. Hmm. So if you look at this phylogenetic tree of the chimpanzees, orangutans, and there are some other monkeys, I don't recall exactly too uh, right now at this point, but if you look at the numbers and you look at everything, I believe there was only one in the similar tree, if not two, that were designed to be monogamous. And humans are not designed to be monogamous. Hmm. So the idea of monogamy for us is a choice, right? If you go and choose to be monogamous, usually there's a commonality of why we choose to be monogamous. It's either a religious reason, a moral reason, a choice that if you are a monogamous and you have a partner that stays with you through and through the chances of your children succeeding and spreading their genetic data is going to be higher how about laziness it's a lot of fucking work to date multiple people i mean that is true i've done it once it's exhausting i don't like it but the idea of monogamy has a lot of benefits to it but instinctually none of us are monogamous how do you know think of all right think of the most monogamous person or friend you have you're telling me this he or she person has never ever ever saw a he or she come past them and being like fuck but is that non-monogamy though just by having oh, sexual thoughts about someone 100 percent. because what? the only the I'm only fucked. things yeah <laughs> you are <laughs> fucked literally and not literally Actually, <laughs> yeah but the idea, think about it this way, the, the idea of you seeing he or she walk past you and you look at them head to toe and your mind goes down the path of, I want to push this person against the wall to rip their clothes off, have sex with them, do this, do this, do that. Doesn't mean you will act on it. And there's a reason you will not act on it. Again, going back to religious reasons, personal reasons, morals, mm -hmm. whatever values, but you've had this thought. If you did lacked moral, religious, all this, all this, all this, and that person said, yes, you're telling me you wouldn't have sex with them? No, because I believe that if I am in a monogamous relationship, I respect that relationship. But where did you get that belief from? From your upbringing? From your mom? Did no. you get it from religion? Dear God, no, that did, did not you come from? from my mom. Okay, so what did you, where did you get it from? I think it's from experience. I was cheated on in a relationship and it was really painful. And so I don't ever want to do that to someone so else. So let's go back circa 1999, because we all love 1999. All right? You see a dude come by you 
perfect body, perfect face, witty, handsome, takes you to the five-star restaurant, not in and out, but you have a boyfriend. Would you take this home and fuck him? Well, shit, 1999, I was like- I would. Exactly, you would, 100%. Well, it's only because I kind of sort of have that situation with my husband, only because we understand that that's never going to go away. Let's be real. Right. I mean, as long as we're alive, we're going to always want to taste all the fruit that's in the garden. But you and guys I, have had that communication. You guys have discussed all of that. Yes. Right. So I think it is an active choice to be monogamous, of course, because I do think for, for most people, it's either a religious reason or comfort, you know, security. Mm-hmm. They feel like they can depend on someone, whatever the fuck that reason is. It's a choice. I do definitely think for humans, it's a choice because if it wasn't a choice, sex wouldn't be as pleasurable as it is. 100%. 100%. And going back to being a choice and not being a choice, mm-hmm. right? So let's go circa 1 AD, 2000 years ago or so, okay? Where majority of the time, let's say, because again, marriage, from what I understand, and I'm not saying I'm right or wrong, this is a man-made thing, what marriage is. If you look in history back in the day, people would exchange their sons and daughters for land, for mm-hmm. cattle, for royalty, for like all of these things, right? Yeah. It wasn't this idea of westernized romance of, oh my God, oh, Stephanie, I love you. You're Here's so amazing. Oh my goodness. I fell in love as soon as I saw you. <laughs> Yes, it's not that. Because what this is, if you really look at it, this is literally marketing for you to go spend your life savings on a diamond ring and for the other person to go do this and do that, right? Exactly. So marriage for me is something that, again, is man-made. I'm not saying it's inappropriate. Mm -hmm. I'm very happy for everyone who's married. And I hope they're happy and I hope they have 15,000 children. It's not that. Okay, maybe not that. Five, four <laughs> children is good enough. But yeah. that the idea, sounds like a lot. <laughs> I mean, in a goldfish standard, that's a pretty good day. But, sure. But in that sure. sense, marriage is something that, again, is man-made. So let's go down the path of monogamy, okay? So if humans are not monogamous, okay, what we're going to do is we are going to compete for a female that we want to mate with and have sex with to bring our young. And females will desire a male and choose a male who they feel will give them the best offspring, let's just say, for Mm -hmm. layman's terms, okay? So this is going to be a random question. I apologize if it's too graphic. But I want everyone to either have or look up a gangbang. Look up a gangbang on the porn site. And the gangbang without condoms, where everyone is coming into a female. I know it's graphic, but this is going to, this is the point of it, right? Yeah. The first male ejaculates into the female. Wait, you've never seen a gangbang? I mean, it's been a while since I've Googled this. (laughs) Andrea. (laughs) It doesn't do anything for me. A gangbang is like... But that's like a gay man Saturday night. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. Okay. But look at the gangbang, right? So the first male will ejaculate or come into a female, right? Or a man. Here's a gay gangbang. Same concept. The concept is the same, right? You're going, you're ejaculating into a closed orifice, which is a the asshole or B, the vagina, whatever it is, right? When the second man comes in with his dick and he inserts his dick in, 
every time he pumps in and he pumps out, he is physically pulling out the other sperm via the design of the dick head. Again, go back oh. to the skating ramp, right? It's that shelf part of the dick head. So he is plunging the old sperm out via having sex, right? Is he going to get all of the sperm out? No. He's going to get majority of the sperm out. And how you can tell is look at his dick when he's, when he's the second person's fucking the person. You will see cum on that shaft. You will see cum coming out. Why? Because he is pushing or rather pulling to come out. Then what happens? He comes in her him, right? So he ejaculates his number of sperm. So if you think of numbers, let's say the first person ejaculated 300 million. Second person comes in pulls out 200 million, let's just say, two thirds of the cup, right? Mm -hmm. So now there's 100 million in there. This other guy ejaculates 300 million. Mm -hmm. So now if you look at the ratio, whose sperm statistically is gonna fertilize the egg? The second guy. The, the second, second guy. guy. So you wanna be the last guy in the gang. Oof, I definitely wanna be the first one and I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, if I you really think about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't wanna come on my day. For yeah. insemination purposes, you want to be the last. <laughs> if I wanted to impregnate the girl. Yes, cool. you want to be the last. For the idea of pleasure, I'm cool with being the first. I'm good on that. I don't hey, want to be the I'm last. Cool now that, the whole that, activity. that creates a whole new question in my mind. Uh, it's for pleasure. We get pleasure from the action of the thrusting. But the thrusting is actually, a, it, it's a purpose in of itself. It's to pull out the other person's semen correct so which so think is of it, it? This, well think of it this way though the more i thrust mm -hmm. the more i pull out come okay. so imagine if i just put one thrust in remember those five minutes or five second men boom boom bam come they're not going to have good statistical advantage of pulling out the other person's come right mm -hmm. because they didn't pull out enough of person a or first person the size matter? Yes and no, right? So if you're itty bitty man with a smaller head, if you think of it as far as like dimensions the go, shovel. the size of your shovel, that's a very good analogy. That's you a great say, analogy. Sounds like she definitely knows her. <laughs> she knows <laughs> her penis. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're digging a hole with a hand shovel or a big shovel, what kind of, I mean, you're going to pull out more dirt with a big shovel, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying the guys with the biggest dick will definitely fertilize the egg more because that's mm -hmm. a different topic. Now we're looking at sperm, right? Mm -hmm. The evolution of sperm. Right, right. That's testicle, right? It is and it isn't, right? So yes, the number you ejaculate will definitely increase statistical chances of fertilizing the egg, right? Mm -hmm. So if I ejaculate one sperm versus 300 million sperm, you are going to have a higher statistical chance of fertilizing the egg. But what the interesting part here is, is the female's vagina is statistically acidic and the male's ejaculatory is statistically basic. So if you think of pH standards, oh. yeah. females are more like limes and lemons. Yeah. And males are more like bleach. Well, well, okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you, right? <laughs> so I think, oh God, I forgot the numbers, but I think a female vagina is like in the six 
like 5.5 or 6 pH because water is 7 pH. Mm-hmm. And I think the male's sperm is like, goodness, I forgot. So don't quote me, but I think it's in the eight and a half to nine pH. We can Google this for if you want real numbers. But mm-hmm. the idea is because her vagina is so acidic, you want your sperm to be basic to go to a neutral point, right? So you will expect penises to die off as they're swimming towards the fallopian tube or the uterus, however you want to put it. Um, but will a bigger penis be more successful? No, I think a more active penis, I'm sorry, a more active sperm and more quantity yeah. of sperm will make you more. And of course, as all the females and majority of males know, when the female is ovulating is definitely going to be key mm-hmm. if you want to be successful. But. Wow, this does not make me want to have sex ever again. No offense. <laughs> Why not? Wait, did you say you want a floppy vagina to close your flaps? So you just uh, wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's just clarify. I did not say I want a flappy <laughs> yeah. vagina. Oh, you can get that. I wanted a style. flap in the oh, vagina. That's what it was. Let's <laughs> just be really clear. Well, you can always do anal. There's that. You could, you could. And you know, there's pleasure in there and there's no pregnancy and there's no compartmentalizing flap in there and you yeah. can all have your good times. Yeah, so <laughs> you don't always her. have to have sex in your vagina. But it makes me wonder, when you were talking about the alpha thing earlier with the silverback, uh, mm-hmm. it makes me think about humans a little. Because what my husband wanted to ask in the show is, does penis size correlate with men acting like an alpha or more like, well, the, the term now is alpha versus beta, which I guess means, you know, uh, whatever it means. Um, does penis size affect that? Does a small penis guy, is he, does he tend to be a little bit more timid or is he, does he have a Napoleon complex? Do bigger penis guys always come off very alpha? Are they very confident without having to try? Like does penis size affect the man as a whole? Or is that a myth? That's a super, super good question. And you know, I don't have an exact answer. I have theories of mm-hmm. what I can mention from what I've studied, but I don't have a definitive, this is it, this is it, this is it. But what I've always pondered, and I don't know the answer to is the idea of penis size or me walking around saying, oh, Bill, I got a big cock or hey, Steph, look at this big dick I have. Is it a westernized thing? Is it something that we focus on in a Western culture, or does someone randomly in the village of Wuhan in China just be like, yo, Lee, have you seen the size of my dick? Do they care about that? I don't know, right? Yeah, that's or actually a good question. Right, but someone in like Zimbabwe, let's say, who's more worried about food and water if, they were, if they're living in the village or something like that, where they have other concerns. Do they go to like, hey, so-and-so, have you seen my dick? Is that a concern for them? Is Do they have Napoleon complexities there? Or is it something that in our society, we see stature as being quote unquote alpha male, A, your wallet size, how big is your money or how much money do you have? How big is your dick or whatever the reasons are? I well, you're talking first world versus second or third. No, hundred million percent. Actually. But yeah, it's the well, idea. Kind of. What I'm trying to say is, do the does the idea of me having a big dick or small dick matter across the world? Does that matter, or is it something like in America where I just like I got a fucking big dick? I'm the shit. I think it does matter in first world countries. But do you think it matters someone in China? Do you think they really give a shit? Like, do you think someone in Zimbabwe who, like a village in Zimbabwe, who does not have electricity, this person- They're not a first world country. 
but it doesn't matter. It's just the idea of being human. It's the idea of being a homo sapien, which is a human. Right. No, I don't think they care. I think it's a first world problem. So if it's a first world problem, so I would say the United States is a first world country. Right. Right. Do you agree that what let me ask you this now that do you agree? What other countries do you consider first, excuse me, first world countries? Canada, Australia, okay. New Zealand, okay. what else? England, okay. So Europe, France, Europe. all of Europe really okay. for the most part. What about China? Do you agree that China is literally I personally, in my views, and I hate to say it, but China is the next upcoming world power. Their GDP is crazy. I would consider them, I consider North America, Russia, and China, the big players in the, in the country. Okay, so taking China in particular, mm-hmm. do we think that the Chinese are concerned about their penis size? 100%. Do you think so? I that was just, so. no. I don't, I don't I, think I, so I because agree. here in America, it's put on a pedestal because of porn. Mm-hmm. And, and we have such taboos surrounding sex. I don't know, just based on, maybe I'm ignorant, but just based on the stuff that I've seen growing up, like um, shock video and real sex and HBO, where they would bring up like Asian culture and their sexuality. That wasn't even like a really a thing. They didn't, no one talked about it. They were just having a good fucking time. Like all the videos I ever would ever see is just them having a good fucking time. Now that's me looking from the outside and I'm not an Asian person. Of course, I don't fucking know, but Sometimes I think maybe it is just a Western culture thing or just a, a, a modern European adjacent type situation. Because if you're not exposed to, if, if the average for everyone in your neighborhood is four inches, you've never seen a big black cock or a big Irish white cock, I don't know, that wouldn't be important to you. But if you have... And you've also seen guys that are like four inches or with the variations, then I can see it being like an important thing. I think that's why it's important here in America is because of variation, because there's so many different kinds of people. What do you think about that? Let me ask you this. Okay. So Kenan, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. 38. 38. Okay. So you remember the times of Pamela Anderson? Yes. Uh, what was she known for? Um, <laughs> Baywatch. She was known for her boobs. boobs. Okay. I'm sorry. Her boobs. Her very boobs. good. Her boobs. Right? Her, her boobs on Baywatch. <laughs> yes. Her boobs on Baywatch. Running in slow motion, holding this whatever boo you think she's holding, and just her titties debouncing. Do you agree? Yeah. yeah. So during those times, what I think was pressed upon society via media was big tits. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's go circa. 2020 right who's the big celebrity that's known something for her body like what's the first person that comes to me? kim kardashian of B- bingo bingo she's that's exactly ass, but man. listen listen wait wait, wait. The f- we all thought of the same person correct and what did we think of her sexual part of her ass yeah she has a great ass right yeah so society is telling us during this time i want you to have big titties Right now, big titties are not necessarily the norm, but that beautiful ass is. Oh, I'm fucked. What? Not literally. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe literally, who knows? (laughs) (laughs) But right now, what's known for men, it's always been big dick, big dick, big dick, chisel abs, big dick, big... I can make a rap song. 
Let's yeah, keep you it. probably could. <laughs> if there's a producer uh, listening, turn it into a little track. Dude, turn it up because I want to retire and live in Maui right now. Me, um, I'll throw my email out there. But the idea is I really genuinely feel like it's a it's a societal thing where we are, I hate to say it, but men are pressed to have a big dick. If you don't have a big dick, you have to compensate other ways. Yeah, like the big trucks, money. Exactly. So going back to your question is, does someone with a big dick, are they alpha? I don't know because I've seen people who are extremely alpha. God, there's this guy I went to school with. He was the most annoying, arrogant, just stupidest dude ever. He thought he was the best shit. One of the girls fucked him in my class. She said he had the smallest dick in the why? Maybe they, oh. well, he's compensating. Maybe he's compensating for something he knows he lacks, right? Oh, and I've, okay. I have a friend, Chris. I mean, there's a million Chris's, so he won't know. But if you're listening, shout out. This <laughs> dude is the calmest, quietest guy. I mean, he's very reserved. He's very collective. He's a smart guy. He's handsome. But he's never saying, I have this, I have that. And one of my friends hooked up with them. And dude, she said it's the biggest dick she's ever seen in his life. I agree with that, actually. I always I say nerds he... have huge dicks. And you know what's yeah. so funny? Looking at him, he is this tall, skinny. Yeah. Like, he's, he's an attractive guy. Like, if, I mean, as a straight male, I can still appreciate a man who's attractive and be like, this guy's handsome. This guy's not handsome. Or this female's hot, whatever. Yeah. He's a good looking guy. Black hair, blue eyes. I mean, he's got a nice body. But the way she made it sound, and I talked to her, I was like, listen, are you just being stupid or is he huge? And she's like, I couldn't take it. It was too big. Yeah. yeah I've, I've, so, I've had that, yeah, that experience that the skinnier they are, the taller they are, the leaner they are. Yes. So girls out there who are listening, get a nerdy dude for the big dicks. Yeah. And get the big trucks for the small dicks. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. But the real question is, does size really matter and i've been asking this all over the facebook group so anyone who follows us knows that i've been asking this for like years actually does size matter okay so i'm going to give you my opinion there's no study about this this is a pure 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 opinion i feel personally as a male if i have a deeper connection with a female who i am not only physically attracted to but i'm mentally attracted to i have a harder time holding back my coming like i have a hard time holding back just i'm so into her i'm so into everything i just fucking come really fast it is what yeah it is. same right? here because i just it just i'm not only being mind fucked i'm penis fucked i'm everything fucked and i just like can't fucking hold it yeah. ladies did you hear that so we both agreed yeah. guys ladies gay straight you just i think that's why some guys are intimidated and i think attractive people are probably starting to experience this a lot more like like most people are a little shy of them because i've been in situations where okay i'm gonna be honest we've gone to like sex clubs and i was approached by this really gorgeous black guy and really gorgeous <laughs> white dude and i'm just like no no thanks as soon as like i put my fucking hands on you i'm like jizzing all over the fucking floor i cannot yes. i'm gonna go find the nice average looking person so i can have like a good time for a few fucking i mean seriously there's something to be said about this so you remember the movie american pie with mm -hmm. uh that mm -hmm. scene with uh elizabeth shannon stifler or something like that there's like a stifler in the pie fucking one is that that one no not that one the scene right, was with oh, yeah. jason biggs 
Mm-hmm. And his girlfriend, the <laughs> European girlfriend, came over to his house. She takes oh, off her top. What's her name? I think it's Shannon Elizabeth or or, or Elizabeth yeah, Shannon. Yeah, yeah. Like her fake name. Yeah. Her fake name. But is that her fake sense. name? Yeah. No, but as soon like... as she touched him, mm-hmm. he came. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's like a thing. What do you think that is? What is your theory about that? I mean, besides what, I mean, just the excitement of it all. And you're just like, fuck. You know, there. For me, it's so I've had sex with someone who I will clearly say was out of my league. I mean, she was a 15 out of 10. It was the point where I was like, fuck, do I have to pay you after this? Like, I don't like, why are you here right now? Like, you are too damn hot. But I was so nervous about it that I almost couldn't enjoy myself because, like, oh my God, am I doing this? Am I doing that? I was in my head, like, fuck, am I doing this? Am I doing that? Is this position right? Should I do this? Should I choke her? Should I slap her? Should I do this? Should I do that? Finger this, that? I don't know. Mm. But it's all these theories are going into your head because you're thinking, how can I maximize the pleasure for her so I can impress her, Mm. right? I wasn't enjoying myself, right? So you get performance jitters. One million percent. But like I'm telling you. A what? They're all people? Not all men, but there's out of all the people I've ever had sex in my life, she was the one that I got performance anxiety from. And it, like I said, because she was a 15 out of 10, it was to the point where she was too attractive. Like, mm-hmm. I, was, what is, like I just couldn't understand, I couldn't compute, yeah. right? Yeah. So if she touched me, would I jizzy, jizzy, jizz? No, <laughs> she touched me and I was like, what do I do? She's so hot. What I mean, I got nervous, yeah. right? But like I said, personally for me, if, a, if I can choose between a girl who's, super 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 hot and mm. i have zero connection with her and i can choose a girl between who's attractive and i have crazy connection with her i would mm-hmm. do that because yeah. i will enjoy everything about her not yeah. just the idea of like oh i'm fucking this mannequin that looks perfect yeah right well ladies you kind of heard it here you just heard it you don't have to be a 10 you don't you can be a seven or an eight you can well, be I think seven that's... or eight isn't it the same for both sides? It, I, I've heard that women prefer men that are like kind of funny versus what most like people think women want a guy with abs and a really good, I mean, those are great too, but um, <laughs> that's not really what it's about. It's about your connection. What I get nervous sometimes because it had me thinking, you were saying that you get nervous when you're having sex with sometimes a woman that you might consider a 15. This is a flip side for me as a black man. And I hate to put that out there, but I'm just going to just say it. There's this expectation for me to perform and to like bang someone's box out or their ass out for like 45 fucking minutes and be like a world star porn star. For me, that's why I don't enjoy sex as much as I could, because if like. Do you not remember the episode, though, we just did like, I don't know, six episodes ago when if you okay, gay is one thing, but remember when we had Sheila on and she talked about how women take 45 minutes to warm up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying that, but in my end, when I was single, you know, I've had like complaints from like guys that I was seeing like, Oh, you know, I wish, you know, you fuck me like one of those, you know, like they do in the videos, like 45 minutes, you know, we like spend a long time having sex and stuff. And there's like this pressure, like, oh, I know you're like, you got a big dick. You're going to fuck me all. I-, I have male gay, I mean, straight black friends who pride themselves on this. Yeah, I could fuck a girl for like 45 minutes, have her come in 10 times. I'm like, that's great. 
I personally don't want to be there for 45 minutes. I, I'm kind of the guy that just want to get in and out and have a good time, you know, pleasure each other, you know, make each other feel good. But I've been at, there are times where I, when I was single, we would go to like parties, the pressure people have, they would see my stature, they would see that I'm a tall black dude. And automatically they're like, oh, I know you're going to fuck me for a long time. And immediately I get performance issues. I, I can't even get hard. I can't even enjoy sex because they're already expecting porno black guy to come out and fuck them. Do you think that affects a lot more guys? Like, like people's expectations of them sexually and they're not able to perform at their peak because of it? So here's the thing about sex that I, again, I believe, I think there's three different kinds of sexes that we, that we have as humans. I think the first sex is just raw fucking. Like mm-hmm. you're either drunk or super horny, but it's that primal instinct of like me man you woman me penis and your vagina yeah it's that simple of like the chemicals in my body and the chemicals in your body i just want to be inside right i feel that's group a Mm -hmm. group b is the idea of let's say you're in a relationship you've been in a relationship for a long time you're horny she's horny you guys want to have sex it's not the idea of like me man me woman let's fuck it's the idea of like let's have a good time let's have sex Right. And the third category, in my opinion, is something called like the idea of quote unquote westernized making love. It's it's the and I've had this with one girl my whole life to the point where I had sex with her. And I genuinely it was the stupidest, cheesiest thing. But I felt like we were one. Like it was a very body intimate, spiritual, intimate, soul intimate of like. I like you. I love you so much. I want to be inside of you and like be that one person. Right. So I, I, I genuinely feel there's these three categories and correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, there could be 17 categories for all I know, but in my mind, yeah. I place as three categories, right? Category number two sounds a little boring. Can we category spice that two up a little? Is boring, but be married with someone for 30 years and tell me what category you're going to fall. You think you're in category one be like, yo, Bethany, come over <laughs> here and ride this cock, bitch. Why no, not? no one's going to do that. Maybe, you never know. But category three sounds like romantic sex. 100%. Do you ever feel, because I know, I mean, actually, I don't know because I'm not straight. But I think from what I understand, there is this idea that you're supposed to woo a woman, make her feel real good. That 45 minutes Andrea was just talking about. Mm. Yeah, but you know, 45 minutes is not realistic if you look at the numbers. Like if you if you ask a majority of like, do you want to get fucked for 45 minutes? No, 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 that's not, that's not, that, that wasn't the point. The point was like, it can take women up to 45 minutes to get really warmed up. It doesn't mean penetration 100%. for 45 minutes. But, it means like- Put in some effort and make sure that she yes. is engaged to make sure that she's aroused. And I agree with that a million percent because rarely, not, not okay, majority of time, rarely, can you pop a boner, pull a girl's pants down, and she is soaking wet before any sort of communication or stimulation That's and just true. boom, boom, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. You either have to do a stimulate her via text message, phone calls, kisses, touches, Something to get the bodily fluids going, so forth, so on. So I agree. That's part of that 45 minutes. Of course. And I agree that part is part of the 45 minutes. But do I want to go to pound town for 45 minutes? Fucking no, man. Like, realistic. I want to cramp. Have you ever felt that pressure? I have in my 20s. 
in my in my twenties, I think you're supposed to be this guy with this dick and just yeah. telling your friends that you're just like, yeah, bro, I fucked Britney for three hours. Have <laughs> I had sex for like two hours before? Yes, but I was super drunk. I couldn't yeah. come, and I was so mad I couldn't come. I just kept going till I could come, but it got to a point of discomfort. Like to the point where I was no longer enjoying myself. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Let's go to yeah. bed. In the morning, we'll try again. That sounds yeah. awful. Yes, it does. Exactly. It sounds awful. For me, I rather have something where you stimulate, you stimulate, you stimulate. Mm-hmm. And you have 10 minutes of intense, mind-blowing, toe-curling sex. Where you're just like, fuck my life. Yeah. I want this again and again. Than having Charles pound you for 45 minutes to be like, in your mind as a female or male, just be like, oh, tomorrow I got to do laundry and I got to buy oranges yeah, as yeah, homeboy is pounding you. Yeah. That, has that happened to you? Oh, absolutely. One million percent. For but sure. That is not enjoyable sex. No. That is a chore. That is a fucking chore. That's like, well, not totally married sex. That's like when you've just given up in your relationship type of sex. You're 100% it's like, right. It's yeah. married sex. I yeah. feel like there's some divorces, not all divorces, but rely around poor sexual interactions with your mate because i think sex is extremely important in keeping a mate happy not only for the idea of desire and want but there is a chemical connection and studies have shown that males who have sex with females without condoms who ejaculate in the female there is a chemical in the female's brain that's released that makes her more attached to him she Hmm. will actually bond with him a little bit more because of the exchange of bodily fluids. Now, if it's, it's a bunch of guys. I laugh I, mean, it's, I do a whole thing on this. Like, yeah. yes, women bond through sex because it releases a astronomical amount of oxytocin for a woman, but men don't bond through sex. And I really wish women would stop having sex thinking that they're going to get a boyfriend from it. I disagree. I believe men do bond sex because for no, me- it's, I, a biological no, thing. We do. Because let if me tell you this. It's let really me tell- good. We're bonding. <laughs> For sure. No, no, no. Okay, let me let me go with this. There's a book called Five Languages of Love. And I'm not gonna say he or he, the author, is right about everything. Dr. Gary Chapman. Very good. Yeah. I, I have read the book, I've taken the test, and I the test has shown but that that's love languages. I agree, but I touch is my number one. And for me, touch is very important in my relationships to the point that. I am not clingy and I don't like clinging. When people are clingy, I get super turned off to them. But in an intimate setting, I do want skin on skin. I do enjoy the sex because That's it makes different. me feel. I know, but the sex part makes me feel connected to you. The ejaculation part Nothing. is completely. No, it is different. And I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because maybe we should make this a whole different episode. Yeah, we're, but, we should probably wrap up. But I mean, right. this conversation is getting so good. I, I thought it could go on forever. <laughs> But before you make that last thought, Andrea, I, I do yes. want to ask you, you you talked about monogamy, but this last part you were just talking about is that you love human connection. So with everything you explained about how the penis works and how we've gotten here with how the penis works and what it does scientifically and, and throughout everything, why is it that, okay, if we're not supposed to be monogamous, but we enjoy sex, what do you think what's your idea of how humans would work based on the way the penis works, based on how we, we approach sexuality and whatnot, based on the fact that there's gay people, you know, people who are not procreating, um, well, in that way, um, 
what do you think is the full purpose of us, our penises? Are we, are we supposed to enjoy sex? Like, is it just, I mean, you, you're, you're leaving thoughts of gangbangs in our head. Now, I don't want to think, <laughs> are we all just supposed to like lay down and just let the guys get in line and be like, hey, let's see who, who's going to get a baby here? No, no, you should not. I mean, if you want to have, if you want to fuck 10 men, man, by all means, do That's it. The hot. last dude is probably going to get you pregnant, but Make sure you have consent. Yeah, make sure you have consent. And you might, I don't know. Long story short, the idea of penis and the idea of sex. Sex is pleasurable. I love everything about it. I love the part of kissing all the way to the ejaculation. I love every aspect of the touch, this, that. The point of sex is it's something we do to to procreate, right? And if there was no rule and law of the land, to say there'd be a lot of pregnant females there really would be but the problem here is if you look at it let's say i as a man impregnate 20 women in the same month okay and we have i have 20 children versus i as a man impregnate one woman and i have one child with her and i stay with her right if you look at the statistics Children who are raised with both parents will statistically have a better chance at life than children who are raised with a single mom or a single dad. And I'm not saying anything about them. I praise you single moms out there because you guys are doing so much damn work. Not only are you the mom, not only are you the dad, not only are you working, you're coming home, taking care of your children. So kudos to all of you guys. But it is more difficult the child will have less resources compared to the married couple who has two people because now one person can provide, one person can nurture, vice versa. I'm not saying who or he or she, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel the reason we push marriage and the reason we push monogamy and the reason females or males want monogamy is you will be able to procreate successfully because at the end of the day, What it comes down to is me spreading my genetic code to the next person to procreate my offspring who will spread my genetic code or part of my genetic code to the next offspring. So meaning procreation, right? So why do we have sex? Do we have it for pleasure? Do we have a procreation? We do it for both. But we are one of the few animals, and I will go back to that, we are animals who enjoy sex for pleasure. We are just not designed to be monogamous. We choose to be monogamous. And either or, if you are the monogamous field or you are not, I praise you both. Hmm. Just have a good time, have the best time, have a safe time. Well, on that note, that's a really good point to kind of wrap up this conversation. If you are interested in ethical non-monogamy, we do have an episode coming up within the weeks where we are going to sit down with a couple and talk about ethical non-monogamy. So stay tuned for that one. Ladies, I'm hoping that you're not walking away from this episode, rolling your eyes at men. And maybe you're thinking what I'm thinking. I wish I was a duck. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't. I, am very, I don't want to be a duck. I am very stimulated by this conversation. <laughs> a female wants to be myself. a duck. I want the flap. 
You know what? I'm happy I don't want to duck in that chat. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't want a corkscrew thing. I want the flap to control who impregnates me. I want to be a duck. But you um, know what the best part is? You do have a flap called condoms and birth control. Oh, come that on. is true. I feel Here's like we should real. end on that note. Use because we have talked about a lot of unprotected sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so true. Uh, like, yeah. So, for those of you out there listening, if you don't want to have a baby, you don't want to get an STD, use a condom or abstain from sex. But if you're listening to this episode, most likely you are having sex. So uh, use a condom. Right. And a reminder (laughs) to everyone that consent is sexy. So please make sure you have consent. We are not in any way, shape or form um, saying that gang banging is, I I can't even, (laughs) anyways. So follow, (laughs) yeah, I just lost it. Please follow us on your favorite podcast uh, streaming site and give us a comment. We love your comments. Yes. Give us your reviews. I would like love to hear them. And we definitely want to know what your thoughts are about this one. So please feel free to reach out to us at datesmartersexier at gmail.com. And until next time. Google Duck. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Date Smarter, Sexier. If you'd like more information on how you can be more successful with love and dating, or to schedule a free consultation with me, your dating coach and matchmaker, please visit datesmartersexier.com. And please subscribe to this show at your favorite podcast streaming platform.